more of you. I pray that God's anointing will fall upon us, Lord, that this word may minister to your people and for us, Lord, to just hear what the Spirit is saying in this hour. So we thank you and give you glory and honor. In Jesus' name, amen. So, you know, January is flying, actually. We're already on the third week. Uh, the theme for January is love. So I don't know if you've been practicing love since the last two messages. Uh, just wanted to let you know, so the, the first week was God is love. Okay? And then the second week was two types of love. And guess, guess what the, the uh, today's message is? Take a wild guess. It is forgiveness. That, that's going to be uh, the topic for today. And I pray to God that you'll hear it and just, just listen. And you may understand of this message. It should not only enlighten you, you should get some tidbits of you seasoned um, soldiers in Christ. And for you guys that are just getting into the Word and understanding the Word more, there will be more revelation for you in the name of Jesus. So today, is title is Forgiveness. But we have to understand, if we're going to forgive, I mean, what is creating that? Well, I mean, why do we have to forgive? Okay, we have to understand, and we need to go back to the origin. Uh, the, there's going to be two bullet points, and the first bullet point, and there's a lot of scriptures in between, but the first bullet point is evil. The origin, where did it come from? Guys that are just getting into the word. And Revelations 12, 7 and through 9 says, And there was a war in heaven. Michael and his angel fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels. Listen to that. His angels and Satan. And in verse 8 said, And prevailed not, neither were there a place found any more in heaven. So in other words, they got kicked out. Okay, there was a war going on. Satan himself and then all the angels that followed him. Verse 9. And the great dragon was cast out, and that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceived the whole world, he was cast into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. So now you have an idea. This evilness that goes on are the fallen angel and Satan himself. John 8, 44 says, You are the father, the devil, and the lust of your father will, will do. And he is a murderer. He, in the beginning, abide not in the truth because there is no truth in him. And he speaketh lies, and he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. So there's a description of what's going on of who Satan is and the fallen angel. So now you understand, I want you to paint the picture of this, that all this has to be built up to deal with the word forgiveness. Because there's something behind the scene that actually motivates people or try to hurt people and try to do evil. Okay, You have to understand that. You need to know the source. Ephesians 6.12 says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principality, against powers. Now, if Satan fell, and there's angels that fell with him, now, it's not a physical person, it's a supernatural thing. Principality against powers. So this is in the spiritual realm, guys against the rulers of darkness in this world. So this world is here, but there's a lot of wickedness that goes on. 
Why? Because of the fallen angel that came from heaven. There was a war. Mark, um, angel Michael led the troops and they kicked them out and now they're on this earth. So now there's evil in this earth. So now you gotta figure out now, wait a minute. If there's evil in this earth and there's people that are evil, they're gonna hurt you. But it's a title? Forgiveness. There's spiritual wickedness in high places. So there's a lot of stuff going on that you don't you cannot see, but you can definitely discern. You can identify it through the spiritual gifts. The character of Satan, the fallen angels, the darkness, murderer, wickedness in high places, lies and deception. I want to focus on that part for a moment. Lies and deception. How often does that happen? Lies and deception among friends, your barcadas, co-workers. Man, there's a whole bunch of things going on. Listen to this. Demon will influence believers. I'll say that again. Demon will influence believers. Well, how can that happen? Number one, they talk to you. They influence you and they use deception. So I already gave you some characteristics of Satan and the fallen angel. Satan will talk to you. Genesis 3, verse 2 and 4 says, And the woman said unto the serpent, Uh-oh, they're talking. We may eat of this fruit in the tree of this garden. They're talking. Verse 3, But the fruit of the tree is in the midst of the garden. But God said, You shall not eat of it unless you touch it, unless you die. So he gave instruction to the believer. Eve, the creation of man and woman. Verse 4 said, The serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. There's your fathers of liars. Deception, lies. Now that happens on this earth. And guess who's doing that? People. Believers are doing the same. Oh, no way. They're holy. Think twice. You shall know their fruits. You'll know a Christian by their fruit. If they surely show the fruit, they're not going to show no deceit and lie. Oh, can I borrow a thousand dollars? Pay you back next week. I've got a check coming in. And you ignore them for a whole month. That's lying deception, isn't it? And that's supposed to be a Christian that you trust. And now you can't pay your mortgage or your rent because you gave all your money up to that person that you trust. And that person was a believer. It happens. Satan talked to Jesus. Uh-oh. I give you an example of creation and I'm going to give you in the New Testament. Matthew 4, 3 says, and 4, during the time the devil came and said to him, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become loaf of bread. But the amazing thing is, Jesus spoke the word. Verse 4, and Jesus said unto him, no. The scripture said, people do not live by bread alone, but every word that comes out of the mouth of God. See, we speak the word. So Satan got rebuked. He put him back in his place. The question is, we don't put ourselves in place. Meaning that we don't, when you see someone affect you, hurt you, begin to affect your emotion, you need to put yourself by speaking a word in people's lives by saying, wait a minute, you hurt me? I'm going to put a barrier divider here. Talk to the hand. Don't even talk to me no more. But this is a believer that needs to be with you working in the ministry. Oh, wow. Lord, why did you stick me with this partner in the ministry? And we're going against each other. Well, if that's the case, there's no fruit. So both of you are in error. It's just how it is. 
Because if you think you're better than that person, then show it by saying, you know what, forget about what took place. I want to love you and let me give you a hug to reinforce our love. Now, now that's how you start. But when you say, no, I'm waiting for him or her to come to me and say, I'm sorry. And they're going to get on my knee or their knees to say, I apologize. Where's your food? See, I'm describing the characteristic of the enemy on this earth that drives the believers that are not living for the Lord. That's my point I'm trying to say. Matthew 26, 41 says, Watch and pray that you enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Guys, this body is weak. When we get stepped on, ran over, you don't want to deal with that person. Especially if that person is a Christian. Because that Christian hasn't came to itself yet, knowing the faith, knowing the word. So you have to set the example. Even a, even a seasoned Christian can fall. I said the seasoned Christian can fall. Because the guard is down, they stop getting into the word because they think they know the word. They, they memorize about 10 to 15 scriptures. I memorize more than that. It doesn't make me feel better. I just know the scripture because when the Holy Spirit says, say this, I said, oh yeah, Lord, yeah, I know that. Say it to that person. The person said, I needed to say, hear that because you know what? I'm ready to commit suicide. You guys are instrumental to people's lives. And if Christian can just say, Lord, use me. <coughs> you know, it's in, in the worship it said, so take this heart, Lord, and I'll be your vessel. The word, the world to see your life is in me. I come back to the heart of worship, and it's all about you. And it's all about you, Jesus. Man, that was impression to me. That's why the Spirit of God was anointed and began to move. When that happened, where's the forgiveness? When was the last time you said you forgave that person? You can say it from a distance, but your actions showed louder than words. Oh, I forgave that person. But when you saw that per when you see that person in, in, in real time, all of a sudden, <coughs> no, this person's gonna ruin my day. What happened to forgiveness? Because it was so painful that preoccupies your mind. Now the spirit of God cannot dwell in you because for a second you kind of like separated yourself. And then all of a sudden the conviction starts to come. He's oh, I get it now, Lord. Now I need to show that love, that unfailing love. The second bullet point, man's nature, that includes women. Colossians 3 8 says, But now you are put off these things. Anger, wrath. Malice, I'll explain that. Blasphemy, filthy communication that comes out of your mouth. Human nature's tendency of the old ways. Wait a minute. Unless a man be born again, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Now we became born again. What became born again? The spirit. This flesh cannot be born again. In order for this body to change physically, it needs to be transformed. God willing, when the kingdom, the the Spirit of God, our Lord Jesus comes and to meet us in the air, now this body becomes transformed. That becomes immortal body. 
This is the physical body. It's going to sin. That's why we use the scripture 1 John 1 9. I memorized another scripture, and that was just two days ago. The Spirit impressed me. I acknowledge my sins. I hide not my transgression. For thou alone forgives my iniquity and my sins. Shalom. Shalom means so be it. Shalom is a pause. Shalom is like praise and worship before the next worship. Selah. S-E-L-A-H. See, everyone pronounce it different. But you guys can say Selah. Selah. See? But we know what the word means. S-E-L-A-H. Okay? So that concludes that scripture of what I just memorized. Whether I said the last word right, we can do some one-on-one English on that. Anger is a strong feeling of annoyance and displeasure or hostility. Do we have that toward people? Christians. Malice, intention or desire to do evil. We're talking about Christians now. The people in the world, they do it all day. It's the hardest part is this body. Oh, take this heart, Lord. I be your vessel. Let the world see that your life is in me. <laughs> Did that minister to me or not? That's why I put it like this. Okay? <coughs> Blasphemy is strong action of offense. <coughs> Profane talk. Sacrilegious about God. Give you an example. Watch this. Acts 20, 12, 23. And immediately the angel of the Lord smote him because he gave not God glory. He was eating of worms and gave up the goats. This king saw miracle and the king didn't acknowledge God that it came from him. He said, oh, that's no big deal. And got smote and he died. See, that's blasphemy. Even the Jews said to Jesus, oh, we're going to build the temple in three days. And the Jews couldn't get it because it was spiritual. The Jews said, wait a minute, that temple was built 40-something years. He's talking about the body who resurrected in three days. That's blasphemy. That's not blasphemy. He spoke of the temple. His body will be resurrected after he died. Filthy communication. I'm giving you a list of human tendency. Filthy communication. Disgusting. Dirty. Once in a while we might say a curse word. Not me. I'm going to give you an example of the level of your faith. My inception of born again to who I am now. Almost a 30 year span. Man, when I was about right here, when I got mad, oh, bleep, bleep. Oh, forgive me, Lord. Oh, thank God. I got to do that. I got to stop doing that. So I take this heart, Lord, I'll be your vessel that the world see your life in me. 
That was the progression of my sanctification. Fast forward to now. Oh. Darn. Or. What the what? Or. Or Jesus. Don't say it to me. The progression of your walk will determine that. Well, I've been serving for 20 years. Okay. Let's hang out for a week and we'll see you know. We'll see your fruits. No love. Critical. Impatient. Lord, time to go. Can I exit this? I don't want to fellowship with this person anymore. You'll know the person's fruit. I've seen people talk so dignified. Well, praise the name of the Lord. It's a hallelujah Sunday. Temperature about 78 degrees. Ready to have some brunch after service. And then when Monday comes, Dr. Jekyll comes up. These are the tendency of human, human nature. The human nature tendency of the old way tends to rise up. Why? While you're a new creature in Christ Jesus that's supposed to be living in you. Uh-oh. When someone hurts you, broke your heart. Come on now. My heart's been broken. Because I have too much expectation of the individuals. So I learned to just tail it a little bit. Calm down. Tone it down. Don't expect too much from people. When someone hurts you and has broken heart you, breaks your heart, and it's so bad that you think about it, and people think bad about you, and it's not true, how do you feel? I don't want to deal with that person that hurted me. But God said to forgive. I come back to the heart of worship. And it's all about you. It's all about Jesus. It's Jesus living in you. So much that when someone hurts you, you bounce back and you say, I'm not doing that. I love you, Lord. I'm not going to say anything to corrupt my body. I'm going to live for you. I'm going to talk before you. I'm going to get the example. My kids are going to see the example of me. We as adults need to set an example. Do we have a good time and bad time? The answer is yes. It's how fast you recover from it. Guilt. Oh, daughter. Baby daughter. I'm so sorry. That wasn't mommy. Or that wasn't daddy. It was all about me at the time. I apologize. You embrace it with the heart. Embrace it with I love you. Colossians 3.13 You need to listen to this. Forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do you. Remember what Christ said? To the other person that was being crucified, and the other person was spiritual and he wanted to be repentant, he was dying anyway. All three of them were dying. But the only one that resurrected was Christ. But the other person said, Lord, remember me in paradise. He had a heart of repentance. That's the key for all you guys, to have the heart of repentance. And then all of a sudden, the other person said, if you are the Son of God, prove it to me. Get me off these things. I don't want to die. See, guys, where's your heart? That guy had a heart. Sure, he went to heaven. 
Because he repented right then and there. That was the new beginning of repentance. And if you repent, now you, there's a bridge back to God. In that verse, verse 13, the key to forgiving others is remembering how much God has forgiven you. Is it difficult for you to forgive someone who has wronged you? A little when God has forgiven you so much. Realize God's infinite infinite love and forgiveness can help you love and forgive others. See guys? This theme love, it hits home run for all of us, including me. And I need to uh, tone it down in regards to the clay. And God's hand is molding it. There's like a little bump. Oh, let me smooth that out. And the, and the table's spinning. You got the wet hands to groom it and carve that smooth clay that's into a beautiful vase. That's what God is doing for us. If His hand is upon your life, let Him groom you. Let Him mold you. But the love of Jesus has to be in you. Don't quench your life in bitter feuding. Live renewed in the love and joy. Listen to this. Sin of attitude and behavior. Sin of speech versus sign of love. Here we go. Anger and rage. Show mercy. Malicious behavior. Intend to do harm. Show kindness. Slander. Making false accusation. Show humility. I think that's big. If someone's trying to slander you to get your position and get you out, you don't say, well, I'm going to fight and defend my position. Bible shows humility. That means just relax and surrender to the Lord and let Him fight your battle. Dirty language show gentleness. You hear one, someone cursing away. Hey, do you mind, please? We're having a service here and you're cursing all day long. We can hear you. Gentleness. Lying, show patience. I can't take it no more. She's lying and he's lying to me. Show patience. Forgiveness is the action or process of forgiving or being forgiven. That means forget the past, let go. Now here's the punchline. Ready or not, here we go. Move forward and live with no ill feeling. Because I guarantee as soon as you see that person, you see him in Facebook, and all of a sudden you see this person making a comment, you go, oh! You know what? That ill feeling should be gone if Jesus lives in you. And we're talking about 20 to 30 years to 40 years of serving the Lord. Because we're still being molded. If you're perfect, that means you need to be God then. But you're not. So I have to give the illustration. You haven't made it to that point yet. So continue to serve the Lord. Loving heart to those who cause the pain in your life that has a wounded heart. If I'm wounded, it's hard for me to love. That's not true. I learned to practice that. When you're in commission, I was in commission. I think it was a thousand dollar deal. Commission. A thousand dollar commission, one deal. It took me two hours to do it. I made a thousand about five hundred dollars an hour. And someone took it. Oh yeah, Nick's not working here any longer. 
Because that was my day off. And I was going back the next day and I would do follow-up. Oh, yeah, how you doing, Mr. A, B, and C? Oh, Nick, you calling me? I thought you were uh, away from the company. Someone said you're no longer with the company. Oh, what's that guy's name? Thank you. Back then, I gave him an evil look. When you take money out of my pocket, then at that level of my growing in the Lord, I gave him peace of my mind. Give him the evil look. Hey, what's up? I heard you sold my customer. How big was the deal? Thousand? I guarantee if you were not saved or you're close to being in your early stages, you'd be duking it out right now. When people take money out of your pocket, I guarantee you're going to get upset, especially when you work hard for it. Can you forgive? In closing, Colossians 3.16 says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Ooh. Colossians 3.16, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns, spiritual songs, singing with grace in your heart to the Lord. I want you to listen to this. The Word is powerful. Hebrews 4.12 For the Word of God is quick, powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the divided asunder of the soul and spirit and the joints, and marrows, and discernment, and thoughts of intent of heart. In other words, your words matter. When you speak bad, it cuts. When you speak the word of God, it cuts. Because when you say something back to that person, it hits them and affects them. So why do you put evil against evil? It equals non-Christian. You're supposed to be the light of this world. You're supposed to have the vessel of the world of the life of Christ living in me. I come back to the heart of worship. It's all about Jesus. So if Jesus lives in, in you, you need to forgive from this point on. So I'm going to do a special prayer for the people that are struggling in this area of forgiveness. I ask in the name of the Lord Jesus the name above all name, power and glory unto our God to break all powers of the enemy that forgiveness will show and love will begin to flow in our lives. And I thank you, Lord, you're doing works in Jesus' name. Father, thank you for the conclusion of your work today. Continue to show us the way and let us remember to forgive and forget. Move on but with the Lord in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.